Martin Truex is dominant on short tracks. We discuss our Richmond picks. The gloves come off at Martinsville. F1, please tell us why you need a three-week break. And I got fat over Easter. Let's get into it. Alright, so an exciting Martinsville, I'd say. Mm, not too bad, not too bad. You know, um, Martin Truex, uh, again, strong on short tracks. Uh, you can't take it away from him. He used to suck on short tracks. He even said it himself, I think, probably a couple years ago, and now it feels like all of his wins come on short tracks. He used to be dominant on mile and a half, now he's you know, consistent on mile and a half, and so now he's dominant on short tracks. It's funny how that works. Good for him. Yeah, really good for him. Yeah, not good for me. <laughs> I don't like I don't like Joe Gibbs, but you know what? <laughs> good for him. Yeah. It, it wasn't even like he was dominant. I think that as the track uh, more leaned towards going into the into the night, he his car really picked up, and I think that they were really set up for the night. Same with Chase Elliott. It seemed like those two are the guys that won at Martinsville last year. And then they come into Martinsville this year, expecting the night race where Truex was dominant and blew the field away and where Chase Elliott was strong in the fall. And then the two of them seemed to come to life when the track got dark at the end of the race. So, you know, it was supposed to be a nice night race, it became a day race. So I think that that really played into their hands at the end of the race was just as it was getting dark and right where they had their car set up to be. What's like, how would you set up a car for the nighttime? Like, what's the correlation? Uh, I'm not an engineer, but I'll be <laughs> the best engineer I can be, uh, sideline engineer. Let's, let's I think it. that from what I hear and from what I observe and from what I know, well, I know nothing, but basically, I think that the track, as it rubbers up, it gets, I, I think it's tighter. I want to say tighter. So they're definitely going to have their cars set up more towards the tight side. The track's going to have a bit more grip. It's going to be colder. Um, and really, even in the heat, I believe that the, their brakes, they can do, like, uh, do different things with them because they don't have to cool them as much because it's definitely cooler at night. Mm-hmm. So it's stuff like that. Just the balance of the car does change through the day because as the track takes grip, it becomes more tight. Like You heard guys at the end of the first run, they were all super tight. They couldn't turn the car in the center of their corner. They couldn't get the drive off because their car was set up either A, for night track, or B, wasn't set up aggressive enough for the track change that was going to happen. Right. That, so. that makes sense. It's it's weird because brakes. It's like if it's if they're too cold, they don't work. If they're too hot, then they break. So, I, yeah, there was some guys complaining about uh, brake chatter going into the corners, like thirty laps in the run, that their brakes were too cold at a short track where all you do is use brakes. This is NASCAR. So. We're not we're not supposed to use brakes. What are you kidding me? Yeah, I know. We're supposed to just drive in circles and turn open left. throttle the whole time. Are you kidding? Yeah, Junior doesn't use brakes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was just thinking back to that tech talk I saw where they were like, F1 was like, okay, we're going to need you to pit now. Strategy this, strategy this. Junior don't need to pit. He just uses the draft. Wait, is that that guy that um, he does like the F1 versus NASCAR like stuff? I think I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah a I think funniest. you sent it to me. <laughs> that's the funniest. I've seen, I've, I've watched this whole series and he's just, there's one, there's like, 
Formula One for tires. They're like, okay, we got seven compounds of tire. You have three per weekend. You get so many sets, and you have an intermediate and a wet. And then a NASCAR, she's like, we got tires. I don't know what they're <laughs> what what the fuck, but they're tires. <laughs> we got tires. This is a tire store. <laughs> we sell tires, and that's it. We sell tires. <laughs> <laughs> It's a cow farm. You're going to find cows outside. It's a tire farm. You're going to find tires in the pits. Uh, for anyone who oh, picked man. up on the barnyard reference. I spend way too much time on TikTok. It takes up too much of my time. Anyway, we got a bit sidetracked. But. Speaking of tires, rain tires now, hmm. okay? NASCAR, I know you tested them, and I know that it takes time to develop <clears throat> them, but we need the rain tires now, like ASAP. ASAP, please, because these rain delays are getting old. It's... And I know Go ahead. that you can't control the weather, but can you at least try? Uh, I'm just kidding. That's begging for way too much. But at the same time, like rain tires would definitely be a good thing for these flat tracks. And it's nice that they're actually going towards that. It's finally the move that they need. But if they can go to Charlotte on the Roval and run a road course with rain tires and go up on the oval, why can't they just run like a full oval race with rain tires? Well, how many rain delays have there been this season alone? Uh, like well, so you see the biggest race in Daytona was rain delayed. The second biggest race in Bristol was rain delayed. And the right. third biggest race in Martinsville was rain delayed. I, I feel like um, this is something that we should that should be like addressed and, and something that should be like uh, taken something that needs to, to happen. Well, I mean, if you're if you're gonna do it, okay, NASCAR they like like Southeast is where NASCAR is in the United States Southeast. But the thing with the Southeast and the East is that magically in this time called spring it rains. Okay, crazy. Really crazy. Who would have thought that it would have rained in spring? So in the middle of spring, they go to the southeast. I get they did they made the change to go to West Coast early in the season. That's great. I really like that. Okay, but it, what they can do is maybe they put like a little bit heavier of a short track emphasis where they can run rain tires if they have to in the early spring. You run your Richmond. You run your well. You can't run Loudon. That's too close to Canada. It's cold. Um, but like you run your Richmond, you run your Martinsville, and run them up like a little bit earlier in the season. Like even now is okay. But if you get the rain tires out, this race would have happened. It would have been great. Beautiful. Right? I don't. Well, there's like there's so many little factors about like the wear on rain tires, and um, like if depending on what compound they'll be, if they have the same like they need to be changed at the same time or as often as the slicks or whatever. So. That like, that could be weird in the pit lane, but I I don't think that'd be big a problem. Yeah, but they're professional race car teams. I think they'd be able to figure it out. Surely, like, I mean, you're professionals here. This isn't you know, me and my buddies going throwing little wheels on a sofa and being shocked when they burn out. <laughs> exactly. There's is, there's you know, lots of money. drivers with lots of money that can figure out when they got a pit for tires. Emphasis on lots of money. Like, this shouldn't be yeah. a problem. <laughs> no. Speaking of problems, we got a team problem in Wick, Rick Ware Racing. The competition for 35th is heated up, okay? Between Rick Ware, son, Cody Ware, and his Australian driver, James Davison. 
I like the segue you used into that. Yeah, that was that was pretty I, good. I don't know. I like segueing my stuff. My segues are my best attribute. Ladies. I I can never find a good place to do it, and I always forget. And I'm always after the fact, like, oh, that would been perfect. Like, yeah, it's like me in the shower. Just you elaborate. Podcast. <laughs> oh, just thinking back to podcasts, man. Oh, that would have been a perfect segue. <laughs> No, but uh, the Rick Ware Racing interview is definitely a major concern. I mean, when James Davison is saying on the on the radio, Rick Ware, get your mentally ill son fixed, please. I think there's an issue. I almost spit out my coffee because I th- I just thought about the shower thing again. <laughs> I was like dying. Okay, sorry. You can continue. Leave my shower thoughts alone. I okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Me and my shower thoughts are best friends. It's my only friend. That wasn't even funny. I don't know why. I was laughing. Okay. I'm just a comedian. It's okay. Are you very humble? But no. Well, I mean, I think we're just laughing at the fact that we're even talking about Rick Ware racing on the podcast. <sighs> yeah. I mean, the team's awful. They're just there to make money, and they still can't figure out how to do that. I mean. If you took two tires and you throw them in the back of the field and their only competition is each other, obviously they're going to get pissed off at each other. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that one out. Shots fired. <laughs> My God. Well, I mean, their only competition is Quinn Health. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. And BJ McLeod. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's the grand total of the four teams that hang out back there. Oh, Spire's a little bit back there, but still not as bad. Spire's come up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Rick Ware Racing, just figure your crap out. Like, we don't need half the cautions in the race to be caused by you. Right. Just sell your charter to 2311 so they can get a second team. We can get more competitive teams. You know what? It's kind of entertaining to see teams that were dominant, like Stuart Haas, then go and fall off the map. Like, I hate it as a Stuart Haas fan, but you got to admit, it's good for the sport. That because it means that there's that many good cars out there. And when your top 10 is constantly changing, it's not the same drivers. That's good for the sport. It's good to see different people leading and different people doing that. This isn't this isn't a place to, like, like Mike Joyce said, but not as detailed as Mike Joy went. These guys just got to stop giving these rides to people that don't, I don't want to say don't deserve it, but don't, are just out there to make money. Like, why aren't you out there to race? Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. It's a pain. It's a pain in the ass because these two guys are out here swearing at each other. It was great entertainment though, especially hearing James Davison going, you know, call it out the boss's son calling him mentally ill. <laughs> really? I don't know. Speaking of crashes, we got a big one. We got a fifteen car pileup. That was a bit less good as a segue. But it's I wasn't still... even trying to segue it. Do you want me to segue every single thing? I'll well, no, I thought I thought you segued it because we speaking of crashes. Okay, it was, a, a... it was a segue. You oh, know well, what? I'm just going to segue it's... everything now. Just just for your purposes, I'm going to sit here and segue everything. Perfect. You have to loop everything. It has to like all circle around. It's like the last thing you say has to be the first well, thing Well, everything say. comes back to the entity of life, okay? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting philosophical here in today's podcast. Oh, philosophical time with Bryce. We should put like a sound effect of like the more you know kind of deal. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. 
<laughs> but instead of the more you know it's philosophical with Bryce perfect oh that'd be that'd be a lit segment philosophical time with Bryce <laughs> if at first you don't succeed drive it far in there again like Kyle Bush and piss everyone off wise words and then be shocked when Chris Busher door slams you to cause a 15 car pile up well there's a small correlation there Oh, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> gosh, I mean, you can't be shocked when a guy door slams you. I don't, we don't even, allegedly, okay? Allegedly. He allegedly door slammed him. It definitely looked like it, but he definitely could have gotten tight and actually hit him. Mm. But he spot out and then everyone else just piled into it. I mean, what was it? It was 15 cars and I think seven were out of the race. It looked like Arca brakes on steroids, which just means like they didn't break. They oh. just ran into each other. I know Alex Bowman like got on the radio and was like pissed off at Ryan Priest because he slammed in the back of him. But I mean, you can't really blame Ryan Priest because he's coming off the corner. He can't see. Well, there you go. Yeah. And then right before that, Daniel Suarez was involved in it because uh, he stayed out on old tires. He was on old tires. And then William Byron's got a really good car. And William Byron is really coming into his own this season, having a breakout season. He's having a lot of top tens, a lot of success, a win already. And he just bumped him out of the way. And that's short track racing. You're going to bump people out of the way. You're not going to sit there behind him and run behind him for 50 laps being like, I wonder if I'll ever get an opportunity to pass. <laughs> no, you move him. And especially where William was on the outside, burned up his tires, he needed to get to the inside. He's like, move, I need to go. Yeah, right? true. That's what you got to do. And it's not like he sent him to the moon, okay? Like Cole Custer's space jump from a couple weeks ago. He just sent him to the outside groove. And Daniel Suarez got bumped back. You're on old tires. What do you expect? And then right after, you come out with a little hissy fit, and you throw your gloves into his window. I'm all for emotion, but at least show your emotion when you're right. That's just <laughs> short track racing. Just, just don't be wrong. And like, I don't know. I get, I get. You're annoyed because your car is out, but you can't blame William Byron for wanting to move you. Anyone else would have moved you. <clears throat> and then to go into your post race interview and blame your spotter about over it. Like, it was everyone else's fault but Daniel's. Yeah. He came in and he said, oh, my spotter, we missed, my spotter made some bad calls, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, okay. Maybe he did, but you don't have to put him on blast in front of everyone seven races into the season. People don't like to admit that they're wrong, I guess. I love to admit that I'm wrong. Are, are you sure? No. <laughs> I, I see what you did there. I, mean, I see what you did there. Yeah, you see that? Yeah, I was I was hoping you'd Perfect. catch on that. Definitely did. Hundred percent. So speaking of people being pissed off at each other, Kevin Harvick and Bubba Wallace. Kevin Harvick door slams Bubba Wallace, and as we said multiple times this year, you don't want to piss Kevin Harvick off because he will come young. Kevin Harvick, that is, <laughs> he will come flying across the roof at you. It will sucker punch you. He will do. He, you know. As Jeff Gordon said on the broadcast, Kevin Harvick and I got along great because I didn't piss Kevin Harvick off. It's just that easy. Don't piss Kevin Harvick off. It's just Harvick that easy. Like, hey, you know, Bubba dove it in three wide. Kevin's having a bad day. You know Kevin's having a bad day. And then you get into him, get him loose, and he's not happy about it, so he door slams you. It's what it is. It I mean, is I'm a Harvick fan, so I'm biased, but... yeah. I see nothing wrong. I put my blinders on whenever we're talking about Kevin Harvick door slamming people. 
<laughs> and then Ryan Blady had a great day until his team made a mistake. And he, you know what? Daniel Suarez, get your notepad out, get your pen and pencil out, go back to school and learn how to take an interview like Ryan Blaney. Okay? Because in Ryan Blaney's interview, he went, you know, we were having a really good day. We got two stages. We had a strong car. It's just a shame that we made a mistake on pit road. But you know what? Everyone makes mistakes. I make mistakes. Todd Gordon makes mistakes. This guy made a mistake. We'll get. We'll fix it this week, and we'll come back stronger next week. Thank you. It's not like Ryan Blaney went and threw a spotter under the bus. <coughs> Daniel Suarez. <coughs> Daniel Suarez. Nice one. Oh, like, I don't know. Like, how can you... I don't know. I just think that it was a bad thing to throw your spotter under the race seven races into the season. Yeah, that... That that rem- that definitely uh, reminds you of a, a Lewis Hamilton move, something that he would do. Just complain, not his fault, you know. Everyone's fault, but Daniel's in this case. Yeah, it feels like, and he, he's been like this, and whatever. It is what it is. That's who he is, and I can't I can't sit here and complain about, or I can sit here and complain about who he is, <laughs> but I, I mean I can't blame the guy. I'm going to sit here and complain and rant. I'm I'm going to sit here and complain and rant, but I can't. Like, fault him, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that's just who he is. Exactly. But I can make fun of him for it. Oh, um, yeah. And then, so Ryan Blaney had a really strong day. It was, it was really the Ryan Blaney and Denny Hamlin show. Denny was good on short runs, which really favored him when everyone decided that they were going to go on the merry-go-round for a couple of, like, hour or so. They couldn't stop spinning out. <laughs> and then... Ryan Blaney was good on the long runs and would run him down every single time, except for when, you know, he had that unlucky pit stop. Happens. That's racing. It's going to happen. You're going to make mistakes. And you know what? Ryan Blaney got two playoff points, and he got, I think, the fourth most points in the day. That's a win. It's not a win, but that's a good day. That's solid. I know you want to win the race, but that's still a solid day. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was it was an entertaining race. I'd say this was probably the best race of the year between this Las Vegas. I li- I liked Homestead. I know a lot of people didn't. Um, this Homestead Las Vegas, all solid races, all really good races. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the first time winner streak ended on Sunday because Martin Truex Jr. got his second win of the season. That was a pretty long streak, though. Yeah, that was, I think, the longest since, like, 2010, maybe 2003. I really don't know. I need to get my facts straight, man. This week off is killing me. <laughs> Gotta get back into it. I don't it. know any of my facts. I don't know any of this crap. Holy crap, I'm all over the place, too. That's typical, though. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Typically, never know. Could be anything. I, I don't know. I might go rant off about a freaking water bottle soon. I I could see it. I mean, why not? What's your favorite type of water bottle? This is a good question. This is a really good. I want to start it off by saying I hate Dasani. Like, I'm not a fan of Dasani. Because I've never seen a Dasani bottle, like, under $2. Or, or yeah, under $2. I don't know. It, Dasani gives me heartburns. There's definitely something wrong with that. Yeah. Nestle is, I don't know, tastes, like, weird. Isn't that a chocolate company? Yeah, and they got a lot of flack for some reason. I'm not sure, but uh, they make water, and it doesn't taste the same. I don't know. Big Eight, though. 
You know what slaps? What's that? I mean, Big 8 does slap. Big 8, yeah. Uh, Superstore water at 2 a.m. From the bottle. Okay? (laughs) And when it's frozen. Like, okay, you put a a Superstore bottle of water, like like the President's Choice brand. You Mm. put that in the freezer. And then, like, 2 a.m., you let it melt. Like, when you take it out, like, 10. Yeah. And then you wake up at 2 a.m. and you drink that. That is the best water you will ever taste in your life. It's so awesome when, like, you leave a water bottle in your car overnight, and it's, like, not super freezing, but not super, like, you know, warm. And so you have, it's, like, half ice, half water, the coldest thing you'll ever drink, and it's amazing. Perfect. It is so good. And I'll drink that immediately, like, and then I'll have to wait till the ice melts again for it to get another drink, and it's, oh, beautiful. We'll have to do a water power rankings. (laughs) yes water power that should definitely (laughs) be a segment (laughs) alright so now we're going to go to NASCAR (laughs) power rankings (laughs) with Denny Hamlin in first Uh, not a shocker he's finished top 5 in every race this season except for 1 and that was 11th at Homestead and that's because he had a speeding penalty beautiful you want to talk about consistency that's insane Yeah. his win is coming like soon there's no way it's not because that is that's nuts. I can uh, Martin Truex Jr. second, I think he's just become a, a, a short track like dominator. I don't know how. It's I think it's something to do with Joe Gibbs. I think Joe Gibbs always been good on short tracks. He's got Kyle Busch as a teammate, and he just kind of adapted to that. Kyle Busch is really good on short tracks, and then he's just consistent on the mile and a half. So he's in contention. Maybe not the best car, but he's definitely in contention. So. You know, Truex is still really strong. I know there was rumors or discussions that he might retire at the start of the season. I don't think he will. I think he's going to hold on there for another couple of years. Third place, I don't want to talk about him, but he <laughs> did get me the win this week for the picks. I'll take that. Joey Logano. <laughs> Much as you hate to admit it. Oh, gosh. You know what? I'll give Joey Logano one good thing. He's a good announcer. I like him in the booth. This might be an unpopular opinion, but I really do like him in the booth when he does the Xfinity races. Oh, yeah. I know it's shocking because I hate the guy, but I really like him in the booth. Well, that's something Um, going for him. Ah, he's got something going for him. I hate him otherwise. Uh, Then we got Kyle Larson, who I had a quiet top five. Yeah, a quiet top five today. Just, you know, I don't know. Kyle Larson, this just proves that a Chip Ganassi was being held back because he goes to Rick Hendrick and now it's just absolutely lighting up the world. Like, Martinsville was statistically his worst track in the Cup Series, and he finished fifth. Wow. So, I'd hate, like, it just, it just proves that Kyle Larson is insanely strong. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. Uh, fifth, William Byron, another, like I was saying earlier, breakout year for William Byron. Um. Yeah, that's all you can say. Uh, Ryan Blaney, strong day. Not surprising he's in sixth. Chase Elliott in seventh. And now this one. <laughs> Kevin Harvick in eighth. Okay. He's on arguably the worst team of what was like a big four team. So you'd argue it was Penske, Joe Gibbs, Stuart Haas, Hendrick. Those mm-hmm. are usually the four teams everyone talks about. And he's on a trash team this year. There's no getting around it. I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of hearing about it. It's like beating a dead horse. The thing's dead. Leave it die in peace, okay? (laughs) You're not wrong. Like, that's all they talk about is how dead Stuart Haas is, how bad Stuart Haas is. I agree. They're terrible this year. But can we just, like, 
discussed how resilient Kevin Harvick is? Because everyone's out here like, oh my gosh, he's doing terrible. He's doing terrible. Last year, he absolutely sucked at Martinsville in the fall. It's the reason he didn't go to the championship four. And he just came in and finished ninth here on a resilient day. Granted, half the field did wreck. A top 10 is a top 10, though. Yep. That's determination. Because at the end, he was he was running with a lot of those top guys. You know? He was able to stay right there when they were battling it out. So they obviously made some big swings of that car, and that just goes to prove that Roddy Children and Kevin Harvick still have it, and I would not count them out for a win later this season. Kevin Harvick pulled the Kevin Harvick. Out. Does what Kevin yeah, Harvick does. He, I think everyone's sleeping on him. I mean, 2019, he did the same thing. Well, not to the same extent. He was still leading laps in 2019. This year, uh, Trackhouse and 2311 Racing now have more laps led than Stuart Haas, which I don't want to talk about. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, what can you say? The guy, he's just consistent. He's an animal. I mean, he ha- he went through bad years at RCR. He knows how to get the best out of his equipment. For sure. Proven. Christopher Bell in ninth. Uh, really quiet so far, aside from his Daytona road course win. Solid. Brad Keselowski down to 10th. He's, had, he's struggled the last couple weeks, but he'll turn it around. Confidence in him. I hate him, but I'll have confidence in him. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's funny. I think that everyone in the top 10 at Martinsville was in the top 10 in the power rankings, except for Tyler Reddick. It's like, yeah. They're like, but, move like up one or down one, but they're like all there. Yep. Like the the cream rises to the top, I guess at Martinsville. It shows who's who's good, who's not, and who has really terrible luck. Alex Bowman. <laughs> yeah. True. Um. And then in Xfinity, Josh Berry wins. Thirteenth uh, career race for Junior Motorsports. He's a late model champion, short track guy. He's like thirty years old. Never really got a chance in the Cup Series because he didn't have that funding that everyone needs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he goes out and wins for Junior Motorsports because he's. Dale Jr.'s friend, and Dale Jr. gave him a shot, and he went out and did amazing. I mean, Josh Berry has been a staple in the Xfinity Series this year. He had the double bird at Phoenix. He had the motocross jump at Atlanta, where he went like 10 feet in the air, and Good now he wins this week. So, you know, he's turning some heads, maybe not for the best reasons, but this was for a good reason. <laughs> this time. Maybe not the other yes, time. Yes, and time. it's good. And get him a full-time ride. Even if it's not the best equipment, get him a full-time ride. He deserves it. Look at him. Please, sponsors, reach out to this guy. I saw Camping World reached out to him. And they agreed to sponsor his car, I think, for like Talladega. Mm-hmm. And they said if he wins, he gets four more sponsorships or four more races. So, you know, a little bit of incentive. I like it. Hey, oh, yeah, the guy at Camping World, Marcus Lemoyne, he is, or I think that's his name, he is like changing the way sponsorships work with NASCAR, and it's it's beautiful to watch. That's pretty great. It's amazing. Uh, and now we go to Richmond Preview, another short track. I think it's just under a mile, I want to say. Um, it's during the day, so it should be hot and slick, not much grip, which will be very nice. You have to basically lift at the start-finish line to get into turn one. It'll be entertaining. So, I'm leading picks 5-3, to three, and Calvin, you have the first pick. I have my first pick, and I will... I can't I can't remember who I chose. I don't think I chose him yet. Uh, I'll go with William Byron. Okay, that's, that's a solid pick. Yeah. 
Oh, this is going to sound really bad. All right. I did it last week. I took Joey Legato. Okay. I took the winner from the week before. I'm going to do it again. You're going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. I'm taking Martin Truex Jr. And that it's not because he has the hot hand, which he does. It's because he's won two of the last three at Richmond. Okay. So if anyone's going to do it, it'll be Truex, and it's with that package. You're banking uh, on back-to-back? I, like... I know. I know. It's a risk. I know. I know. <laughs> I know it sounds sleazy, too, because I'm taking last week's winner. Okay, I get it. I get it looks bad. But I, I got I got to do it because I had him circled. Like, I have my picks kind of laid out week to week. I'm kind of a nerd like that. Oh, you do? So I know who I'm, t- I'm taking. I know who I'm taking weeks in advance. And I had him circled for this race. Oh, you so. put a lot more effort to it than I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hate losing. <laughs> when I lost three so far this season, I considered offing myself. Yeah, <laughs> those were a whim, but I'll take them anyways. Pure skill. I don't even remember who you picked. I just remember my guy wrecked, and I was pissed off. Oh, I took Harvick, and you took Bowman. That was one of them. I think. Well, I, I won Daytona. Or no, I won that one. Yeah, with BJ McLeod. Yeah, BJ McLeod. I remember that one. I wasted Ryan Blaney. I'm not doing that again on Talladega. I know who I'm taking for Talladega. I'm not sharing with you. <laughs> uh, I think that's it for NASCAR, though. NASCAR news and less stuff that happened on my phone while we're recording this, which I don't check while recording. If it does, I'll just let you know. But I think that's it for NASCAR. I think we're moving into F1 now, which is jam-packed. Uh, it is absolutely full. There's too much to talk about. That is a absolute lie. Um, okay, calm I've down. Been, There's three things. I've been... <laughs> I've been um, just dying here like why is there a three-week break between bahrain and imola like it starts back up again i've been waiting forever for f1 to start back up again one race and then boom gotta wait another month like oh my god you can't book like imola sooner like it's formula one like it's one of the biggest international like racing series and you can't get imola or get bahrain sooner like after it's just pissing me off um and uh just like i get a week break i get it for i don't know easter maybe easter like a week's fine two is acceptable ish three uh, over the line you ask me i guess stupid i mean it's it's, i mean i get the one week break you want to take easter off great then race the next week after that mm -hmm. why are you taking two weeks off you literally just had one of the best races of the last probably five years. The only one that compares maybe is Monza. Okay. Yeah. Super exciting. And then you decide, and then you decide that you're going to take, I know, I know, I know you had the schedule planned to like way ahead. Okay. And you can't predict that it's going to be the best race and you can't change it. But when you made the schedule, did it ever occur to you that you're doing the first race and then taking a three week break? Like you're like, <laughs> all right, let's go. We got momentum on our side. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, three week break. And then you have no idea what happened before. Like, the only thing I remember from that race was Pierre Gasly broke a wing. Uh, Nikita Mazaspin showed his trooper. <laughs> did I just say Mazaspin? You did say Mazaspin. Maz- I meant to say Mazapin. Did you actually? Nikita I thought you Maz- just meant to say Mazapin. No, no, no. I didn't even mean to say spin. That's how iconic that name is. is I don't even mean to say it, and I say it. That, that's okay. saying something else. 
Pat saying something. Um, <laughs> so then, like, we got Mazepin here spinning on lap two. And I, mm-hmm. and Lewis Hamilton won because he had three times the track space that Max Verstappen did. Uh, like, that was that was an exciting race. It's the f- first time in a while where we saw um, someone actually battle with Lewis Hamilton for first. And it was exciting. And I couldn't wait to see the next one. But I had to wait for the next one. Um, but I, I don't know. I get, it's another case where there's so much money involved. There's so much funding. Why can't they do something about it? Right? I, it seems like something that just shouldn't be, you know, even a question. But it is for some reason. It's absurd. That's all it is. I don't know. You should make me the program director for F1. Even if you pay me $100,000 just to sit there and make you a schedule, I'll do it. Okay? <laughs> I'll make the best schedule for you for $100,000. I guarantee you're paying the whole crew more than that to make races. Well, it doesn't seem that hard. Just you tell just call, me. Like, call, call Monaco, I get, has to be on a certain weekend. Because yeah. I think it's like a tradition, right? It's all, it's, well, they have to shut down, they, they like ha- the, they shut down the road for like um, the same time every year. Right. So exactly. Like, yeah. So you know, you throw Monaco. I think that's on the same weekend as the Coke Six Hundred and the Indy Five Hundred. I want to say. I think that's like the biggest day in sports cars. I think that's coming up pretty soon. I want to say too. I think it's in the next month. Uh, I think I have a schedule up here. It's yeah, like May twenty third. Yeah, that's the Coke Six Hundred too. Perfect. Mm-hmm. That's the day. That's the. I think that's the Indy Five Hundred too. Everything. Okay. Yeah, perfect. We got that sorted out. Beautiful. So I know when Monaco's going. Look at that. I already got one out of 23 done. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, well, Australia opens the season. I get you couldn't do it this year. They tried to do that with COVID. But I'm making next season's schedule, not this season's. Gosh. Exactly. And So I go Australia. Yeah. Then I, I go the next weekend. Okay. Bahrain. I don't care. We live in a world with planes. You can move stuff in a week. <laughs> You've done it before. You can do it again. And if, you know... Suck it up. If the you track's just had busy, five months off or th- two months off, three months off. However many months off, you can figure it out. Like, it's not that hard. You just got to call up the track and be like, hey, we got a race right now. And then they're like, oh, well, we got, we're busy. You can't have it. Then you blackmail them saying, I'll find your kids, right? I'll find No, 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 no. Hang on. Okay, that's a little too far. That's a little too far. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll 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 treat them to a nice dinner, um, and oh, may okay, I please yeah, have perfect. the the track for this time? And they'll say sure, and it's not that hard. I say when you said blackmail, I was thinking, okay, you just tell them they can't have a race because this is a huge thing for them. Just be like, fine, I'm sure we could find other places to host a race. Wow, I sounded really Canadian right there. That's sad. Like <laughs> worst case, just go on the autobahn in Germany and just see how far you can get. With the fuel you got. I see. I say we do that. That sounds like a beautiful idea to me. I mean, like, or I got an idea. We <laughs> race around Chernobyl. <laughs> the streets of Chernobyl. Okay. Are they like? And, are they radioactive? The streets. Like, are they? Are you? Well, I don't. I don't think it's that bad. Okay. <laughs> it's probably fine. Ah, it's fine. And then the loser gets thrown in the reactor. Ooh, that like the elephant's foot thing. You've seen that? I don't know what you're talking about. I just think we should throw Mazepin in the reactor. <laughs> God, he's getting flack for that. Have you seen 
there's a website now, and it's called www.whendidmazepinlastspin.com, and the whole website is Mazepin's face that's spinning in a circle, and the time since he last spun, um, which is getting way too high right now. Like, we have to have a race so that we can see him spin again, so we can reset that counter. Uh, give it, like, when's practice? When's first practice? <laughs> when's first practice? Uh, Thursday, Friday? I can't remember. I don't know. I just know it's all delayed because Prince Philip. Prince Philip. Yeah, that is a shame, though. It is. I saw people bitching about it online, that they were delaying practice because he died. And it's like, since when is this a British sport? It's like, okay, hang on. Let's look at the teams real quick. How many of these teams are British? Or have British influence? Quite a few. Aston Martin, Williams... Um, McLaren, McLaren, yeah, that's a big one. Um, uh, Lewis Hamilton's British, so you got to throw him on there. There you go. So is George Russell. So well, he's one uh, Williams. Yeah. So I mean, three of the ten. I'm sure a lot of your market is in Britain, right? It's it's a um, it's a thing, and it's it's a respect thing. Yeah. Well, it's not. I get, it, the, I get you might not have agreed with the guy, but you got to show your respect to the dead, okay? Yeah, and you know what? That's not for us to decide. That's for Princess Diana in heaven to decide. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Whether or not he gets in or not, not for us. We could do our part to respect the people here that are in mourning, and like you know, delay it because people do want to watch it. That is who they are. That's part of it. So suck it up, okay? Someone mm-hmm. died. Quit being a child about it, and move on. There you go. That's my Prince Charles rant. I didn't think there would be All a right. Prince Charles Philip. rant. Philip. Philip. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's the one. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but he did. He lasted a while. Like, I was surprised when I checked his age. He was 99. I was like, oh, my God. I kind of forgot how old he was getting. I'm not going to go any further into the royal family. I don't know anything about it. What's the, the mistake you made? Uh... Like earlier on Which with the, the princess, uh, oh, I can't think. What was the? Did I did I make a mistake earlier? No, not like earlier episode, like uh, the one of the previous oh, episodes. Oh, princess, princess Harry. Princess Harry, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, oh, that was great. That was funny. But uh, I can't think of like I know like Williams in line to the throne. But is he next after the queen dies? Doesn't the queen have like a son? Or was that Diana? Diana was supposed to be the first one. I think and it that's was. that's why she got killed. Yeah, it was. The, I don't think so that's why she got killed. William. But the, she was no, it's not why she got killed. But <laughs> She was, yeah, she was next in line, though, I'm pretty sure. I like how we just kind of adopted the fact that she was assassinated. Like, it, it is a car crash. <laughs> it was a car it crash. Both of us just literally said that's why she was assassinated or killed. It was a, it was a setup. Definitely was. We're uh, oh. not going to get into conspiracy theories this early, but... I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, so anyway, the, er, the Earth is flat. Um, and Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I think we made that joke already. In one of I think episodes. we did. I think I mentioned something. I remember talking about that. If you can't know. tell, we're out of topics. <laughs> I do have one more for um, F1 before we completely get off subject. Um, so I, I read an article or something. Um, 
and Charles Leclerc would um, took home the I can't remember the exact model, but it's the Ferrari he drove in 2019 when he won. It was the Imola GP or the Italian GP. I can't remember what track or if it was, it was Monza or whatever. It was the but, Italian one, I think. Yeah, and so he got to take that home, and I mean, it just shows how much like you know praise he's getting from Ferrari because he's from Monte Carlo and he's Italian, kind of Italian even though it's like French owned but he speaks Italian so he's like we're keeping him forever regardless how good he is because he's like Italian-ish so just kind of yeah, getting praised. Carlos Sainz is kind of screwed. <laughs> he is. Because you already know that in the next couple of years you're going to see Mick Schumacher come up. Yeah. It doesn't even matter if he's great or not. It's just the last name. It, it's true, yeah. yeah that your is dad's definitely. a seven-time world champion. You know how marketable that is? It You'd varied. have people just lining up saying, take my money. <laughs> exactly. That's where business gets into it. Businessman. Uh, biz- big business. Businessman. Okay, I got a rant. Okay. All right, let's hear it. And it, it, It's got to do with racing, but yes. not F1. In NASCAR Heat 5, okay. Yeah. If we are racing online and yeah. I have a run on you, okay. don't door slam me. Okay. What if I'm Kevin Harvick? Because in that race, oh, I don't deserve it like <laughs> Bubba Wallace, okay? Yeah. In that, like, these guys, a lot of the people online aren't the best. I'm not either. I'm, I, I'll am i run, like, top 10, top 5 if I'm really, if I am if I start well, like, I get a good hot lap in the race before. If I get a good track after that and I don't get taken out by something stupid, I'll run, like, top 5, top 10 and keep up with them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So I'm not terrible. But then you got these guys in like 35th. And the problem with the game is that if you drive up behind someone, the person in front can then door slam you and you would spit out. They don't spin out. They just keep going straight. Okay? Mm-hmm. Right. Which I get is good because it's not right physics. Like in, in real life, you'd probably both go spinning A. And B, when you get to the back of someone and you get in their left rear and try and turn them, it, just, it doesn't work. Which is probably good because then you have guys driving 30 feet into the corner and dumping someone, right? Mm. So the advantage, obviously, is to the guy in the front. But, like, why can't you race clean? I've almost broken a couple, like, a controller because of you, okay? (laughs) Can you please stop? It, like, it's so hard to find people online. Like, if you're just getting, like, um, just matchmaking, it's so hard to find uh, people that race, like, respectfully. And don't just try to take you out. Like even in um, Formula One games, it's just people just like you know. There's there's the there's a few good ones, and until you get into ranked, until you get like you know times where it, it actually matters and people will race properly, which is still it's it's still uh, a fuster cluck, I'll say, um, <laughs> to put it nicely. Um, people just like they don't take it seriously at all, and it's not about you know taking it seriously trying to win. It's just respectfully as well. Yeah, it's like, I mean, just let not, I wouldn't say let the person go by, but race them hard, but race them clean. Like, I've definitely accidentally come down on people. Mm-hmm. I'm not a saint by any means. And there's definitely a couple of guys that have done it to me, and then I've waited for them, and when they were in, like, the top five, and I just absolutely dumped them. Yeah. Okay? But they deserve it, because they did it to be first. I'm not out here <laughs> doing it to people on purpose. Like, come on. He started it. 
Yeah, he started it, <laughs> so I finished it. <laughs> exactly. And I made my gamer tag uh, the Racing Junkies podcast. So if there's any hate, that's because of me and my driving skills. Okay. Yeah, guys, check out our new uh, gaming channel. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> my new gaming channel? Huh? Huh? Gaming channel? No, but I mean, it could be good recognition for the pod. So I'm gonna do it. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Do it for the pod. Do it for the pod. You gotta make that a hashtag or something. Get trending on Twitter. We gotta have our own hashtag. You gotta what? How about we do hashtag racing junkies? That's our that's our new hashtag. That that could be a good uh, hashtag. We just need listeners to actually get that to work. That's the that's the problem. You see, we need people. I know. You know, other than like grandmas that can't hear us to like. Amen. Gilfs. <laughs> Gilfs. Quilfs. <laughs> Queens. <laughs> okay. It's a shame that Prince Philip... I'm sorry to get back on this subject, but... I know that <laughs> I Prince Philip... Was no, okay, wait, I knew oh. it was going there. Bear with me. It's it's a shame that Prince Philip died, but the amount of memes about saying the Queen is single is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I, I just oh, love to see it. I love the Lil Nas X memes, too, about the, like, the ones going down to... Yes! Yes. L, and then, like, Prince Philip's there with Diana or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And Lil Nas, like, skates into hell. Oh, my God. That is uh, I think today's going to be a bit of a shorter episode because we've been rambling for seven minutes now. We have been. I mean... Uh, I'm out of things to talk about. I've got my rants done. I, I've got all my rants done. I didn't have much to rant about. I gotta go study for uh, exams now. It, uh, it's an awful week. Like, I gotta just cram and hope I pass. Yeah, I gotta hope I pass too. Or else I have to quarantine. Then I come back. Maybe, depending. I don't know. I'm I'm just Ooh. tired. I'm I'm ready to get the coronavirus already. The majestic sloth. The what? I don't know what that was. Majestic sloth. Sloth. I I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm talking about either, so don't even ask me. I Oh god. Okay, you can tell now everyone on a scale of one to ten, rate how sleep deprived we both are in this episode. I'm actually not sleep deprived. I've had like nine hours of sleep every night. That is surprising. No, it's not. I sleep well. Well not surprising for you, but it's surprising like during this time of year. No, I make sure I take sleep very seriously. Well, there's times where you see a TikTok about something you got to research, like this specific kind of, you know, gorilla that was like nine feet tall, and you got to research it for like three what hours. What TikToks are you watching? It's my For You page, man. It curates random stuff, and there's like this giganto uh, ape. I forget, like it's a, the Latin name is like something weird. Like the and Megalodon it like, shark? It, it's like a Megalodon chimpanzee, and he was like nine feet tall. And it's crazy. And people have made, like, in museums and stuff, they made, like, uh, not statues. Like, what are they called? Sculptures. I don't Monuments. Know. Monuments. Something like that. Um, and it, they're, they're huge. They're huge. And it's crazy. And you got to research it for a while after you see that. So. They're huge. They're huge. The biggest you've ever seen. They're huge. Yeah, I'm the biggest you've ever seen. And on that, we will be ending the episode right there. Thank you all for listening. I'm sorry. I hope you I'm and your sorry. grandmother have a fantastic week. 
What's up, Granny? All right, so- see you later. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>